Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. And uh, today we have a classic that was mentioned in a recent episode on daddy issues. Because we were talking about the whole internet phenomenon of daddy. I embarrassed myself quite a bit, I think, but you know. I wanted to talk about it, learn more about it. And we are going to talk about this more in our uh, some of our upcoming Last of Us React podcast because I didn't really talk about like the the kind of softening of the like, oh, now we're hearing these jokes and this music and all this stuff and this backstory. But we will. We will talk about it. Um, but in the meantime, please enjoy this classic episode. Hey, this is Annie. And this is Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. In our continuing discussions around sexuality, today we have one that Samantha and I, we came up with while we were having some drinks. At a local, of course, all yes. day, every day, every time. Yes, and all of our ideas spawn from cheese, <laughs> adult beverages, and or adult beverages. <laughs> um, and it is daddy issues. Daddy issues. Because we were talking about fetishes, and mm-hmm. we were trying to come up with because uh, we felt like there weren't that many female fetishes that right. were in pop culture, right? Or that's and, referenced. Yeah, often. yeah, and um, somehow that turned into what about daddy issues? Right. I think we were just talking about um, some ideas or some, uh, what you would say, stereotypes for women. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to sexuality. And, yeah. And their sexuality or whatever, or for her person of who is female. So that's one of those daddy issues comes out a lot. Yeah. I've seen it a lot in men's columns, like in men's magazines. Yes. Super weird. <laughs> yes. When I was researching this, most of the top results were like, 
questionable right, male sources. websites being like, does your girlfriend have daddy right. issues? These Here's are how you tell. Ten signs of daddy <laughs> yeah, issues. Exactly. And if you need to get out. <laughs> exactly. Hmm. Um, when I say daddy issues, what do you think of Samantha? So when I think of daddy issues, I'm actually just thinking in general, like people who are seeking their father's approval, mm. essentially, and or seeking a father figure because there was a lack of one or a lack of males in their lives. And I think that goes either way for males or females. I think it translates differently in each one um, when it comes to stereotypes. I think of men being angry mm-hmm. and resentful. Right. And then I think of women as being insecure and needy. And these are just the stereotypes, once again. Oh, sure. Yes. But that's what I think of. Um I think of strippers, and I know that's terrible. I know it's terrible. But I think it is a running joke. It is. In a lot of um, pop culture that I have consumed that, you know, if you see the stripper, she's got daddy issues. Right. Like, her her dad wasn't there, and that's why she became a stripper or something As I'm re-watching 30 Rock, that was literally one of the um, scenes between Tracy Morgan's character, who loves going to strip clubs, Mm -hmm. and one of the things— the stripper is like, oh, you have daddy issues. Or I think uh, Tina Fey's character says something about, yeah, you with the, all these daddy issues, these women, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. Yeah. Telling in that that's what the culture thinks. Yeah. And I feel like it was in um, kind of, what is that called? Lampshaded? <laughs> I don't know if that's correct. Or, it, it means when it's like played on. Um, people know that you think this, and then they kind of reverse it. I feel like they did that in Independence Day, but it's been a long time since I've seen that. Um, the movie? Yes. Because oh. Will Smith's wife was a stripper. Oh. They did that, I think, in um, New Girl. God, I've watched way too many things. Um, <laughs> but they, they uh, Nick, the Nick character dates a stripper who wants to be a stripper mm-hmm. and takes on the fact that she's a stripper. But, of course, she plays the bad girl, mm-hmm. you know, like a rebellious individual, hard girl, but yeah, kind of flips on to the fact that she's not doing it for ABC. Just, right. This is her job and she enjoys it. Yeah. Which, is, you know what? Yeah. Yes. Go for it. Yes. If it's done legally with consent, mm-hmm. go for it. Absolutely. Um, when I do think about it a bit longer, I think I have a similar, I kind of come more on your track. Um, I have used the phrase jokingly to refer to anyone who has a problem, problematic relationship with their father. Right. And I, this often comes up. Again with D and D, the D and D back. D world. Um, our entire everyone playing in our campaign has difficulties with their fathers, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> Absent fathers, murderer fathers. Oh wow, y'all got yeah. one extra step. Yeah, like werewolf father. Damn. It's uh, uh, every single character has something going on with their dad. And this might be a podcast idea for later on, but I was just recently thinking with all of the. Um, I guess, dramatizing and or romanticizing of serial killers right now. Oh, yeah, sure. I wonder how this affects the women in these serial killers' lives. You know what I mean? Like, what Mm -hmm. happens to them? How does it follow them? Do they have to, like, change their identity? What happens to the children that are involved? But, like, I'm like, talk about daddy issues right there. That's true. You know what I mean? But I think it's something we should research. Uh, Yes. Put that out there in the the podcast podcast ether. (laughs) (laughs) Um... My my father is not a serial killer. That's I'm going to put that out there. That's good to know. But I do have a problematic relationship with him. And I think that probably some men I have dated have right. secretly thought to themselves, Daddy, she's... Right. How do you know your father's not a serial killer? 
A lot of the children don't, don't know. Samantha. Okay. I don't put that idea in my head. Because <laughs> I will. It'll, I'll be trying to sleep at night. And I'll be like, where was he the night of this? I watched too many horror movies. <laughs> well, you know. That's where it goes. It kind of comes down with people don't know sometimes. It, this is true. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I digress. <laughs> um, oh, no. I, I won't think, be able to stop thinking about right. this. For me, I think, and uh, for my own relationships, I have a great relationship with my adoptive father. Um, I don't have great relationships with men in general and trust, mm-hmm. but I don't think I've ever thought, been thought of as having daddy issues as much as being just a bitch. Is that daddy issues? I think that it can be. Can it be? I think it can be. We'll get into some mm. popular definitions in a second. Mm. Um, it is in a lot of our pop culture. It's the name of a movie. Mm-hmm. There's bad. so many. Yes. So many. Oh, I think it was like 2.8. It was not good. Like Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, name of a band, a Lana Del Rey song. Also, apparently Lana Del Rey has daddy issues herself. I don't know. Um, a Demi Lovato song. A once popular dance party in L.A. Um, the title of a 2011 episode of The Vampire Diaries. Oh. And I'm sure countless and countless. Uh, so right. many other things. Um and it got me to thinking about this whole joke that's really, really sad when you Aww. pause to think about it for two seconds. Yeah. But the whole thing of my dad left for cigarettes and never came back. Tracy Morgan in, yes. in 30 Rock, they have this whole somewhat racist uh, therapy session <laughs> based on this. Um, okay, okay. but let, let's no, I'm get, sorry. Gotta, no, no. I go off track with pop culture Pop stuff. culture is always welcome here. Dated pop culture. <laughs> especially welcome. <laughs> um, dictionary.com defines daddy issues as an informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desire for men who act as father figures. Mm. Mm, indeed. According to most things I saw on the internet, daddy issues refers to a woman who is f***ed up. Yeah. And usually has a weird sexualized component because, of course, because women are involved. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most of these definitions come from men trying to diagnose their girlfriend's daddy issues like we were talking about earlier. And according to them, the signs are sexual aggressiveness, excessive flirting, clinginess, sometimes Delusionally overly confident. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. Is that just like another word for uh, confidence? The same confidence that men have in general. Yes. Mediocre men have. Probably. You're overly confident if you actually like yourself. Delusionally so. Yes. yes. Don't like yourself. Yeah, and now that we're going to talk a little bit about the popular mm-hmm. definition, mm-hmm. here's the Urban Dictionary because you know. They got some good stuff. Mm. Um, Their definition is whenever a female has a f***ed up relationship with her father or absence of a father figure during her childhood, it tends to spill into any adult relationship they embark on. And usually to the chagrin of any poor male in their life. Oh, poor male. (laughs) So the sentence comes with, geez, I came home one minute late and my old lady wants me to sleep on the couch. She has some serious daddy issues. Oof. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, that sentence in itself is absurd. But here are 10, ten words related to the daddy issues according to, again, Urban Dictionary, which includes slut, mm-hmm. sluts, cougar. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Douche. That's interesting. Sugar daddy, attention whore, bitch, 
modern women. <laughs> modern women. We're just going to put all that out there. Omsa meter? I don't know if that is. I think we need to look that up. And slag, which is a British English mm. term I, I hear often. Um, but yeah, I don't know what an omsa meter is. It's an older man who has high sexual attraction. Oh, really? Yeah. Older? I don't, where, where it's does a that... gauge women measure in their own mind when considering sleeping with and or admiring the sexual attractiveness of an older man. Usually this gauge omsa is meter. called the omsameter and where is finally that... boosted by how much money, power, or fame this older man has. Do not mistake this for a sugar daddy. <laughs> what? <laughs> poor older men can possibly have a high <laughs> The hell? Do okay. not mistake this Do for a sugar not. daddy, you fool. <laughs> you fool, how dare you. Um, I wonder where the OMSA originated from. Oh, I We're don't, just going on the whole other issue now, I but. I wow. Okay, well. OMSA meter. Well, learning, I'm going to put that in my pocket somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to completely forget about it the second we move on. Nah, I'm going to remind you. Please, Is please he on don't. the OMSA meter? How about him? <laughs> I'd be like, no, neither, none. <laughs> we need to go um, see how much money he makes. So exactly. We, we need to go up and ask him. Us. Yes. Tell me, what's your 401k right. like? Yes. What's, what's, your, your, what's your retirement plan? Yes. <laughs> Do you own a home? And then be taking, like, studious right. notes. Right. What is your percentage rate in your um, in your credit card debt <laughs> and your mortgage? And the APR, I'm sorry. All very important. And then we'll be like, you have a, you're on the OMSA meter. I guess the higher, the better. I guess. Well, and then they'll they'll wonder why is this these random women coming up to me asking me very personal financial questions. And I'll be like, Urban Dictionary. One guy got on here and said this is related, so I wanted to know if the men were right. But you're not a sugar daddy. Oh well, that's why I'm like I have to categorize you properly because <laughs> that's what we need. Categories. <laughs> I'm gonna put name tags on people with it. Like, yes, this there is we the go. meter or sugar daddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that threw me off. Moving on. Moving on. In the LGBTQ plus community, daddy issues is sometimes applied to gay men and sometimes to refer to a man in a relationship with an older man. Yeah, and I know there's a category for gay men, daddies. Yes. You know, just straight daddies. Mm -hmm. Again, why do I watch so much of 30 Rock? Alec Baldwin, his Uh character refers himself as a daddy. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, because he's talking to a gay man, apparently. But mm. like he's like, I'm a daddy. A daddy bear. I like your Alec Baldwin impression. He gets, because he, he has those piercing blue eyes, so he gets real serious. You're right. I know how this works. Um, yeah, but I, I'm, with all of that, again, I've also related it to men who are afraid of either turning out to be like their fathers mm-hmm. or terrified of being fathers. Mm-hmm. So these are like actual daddy issues, like <laughs> right. literal dad issues. Right. Um, I know it's often used to shame people who are single parents and specifically um, used as an argument of having children outside of marriage. Yeah. Like I saw a random um, article written in a political blog, so mm-hmm. an old school political blog, talking about how these daddy issues, these, these, are, these are not complete uh, nuclear families, and so therefore we're creating chaos oh. outside of the perfect mm. family because, oh, you know, if there's not a father in the figure, right. you're causing more problems and you're going to have more issues and these kids are bad kids or whatever, yeah. however it might be noted. So daddy issues links to 
um, problematic children or problematic futures right. and dis- dissatisfied futures because there's no true male figure in their lives. So I've seen that too, sure, yeah. which is weird in itself, I guess, because uh, apparently there's only one way to have a family. My parents. My parents. All said with sarcasm. Um, it is a popular phrase in the fetish or kink community. Mm-hmm. Um, a 2018 study found that women who grew up disappointed in their fathers are more likely to interpret interactions with men as sexual. Other studies have linked a daughter's poor relationship with fathers to higher instances of unplanned pregnancy and divorce. And then you got to think about this. When we say disappointed in their fathers, there's some things that we're not completely noting, such as, like, abuse within relationships, abuse between, like, stepfather or, you know, an uncle, those strong male figures, Mm -hmm. which probably made the statistics higher. And I'm thinking that's probably who they kind of get the research based on, Mm -hmm. mainly because they're more accessible, like, based on, like, police reporting and blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, So I think that that needs to be noted as well, because this is not just a number random amount, I don't think. I think you have to look at the background of what disappointment means. Right. Well, and also, as always, so you, got, you can't causality and um, correlation are different things. And there's right. so many different factors going into people. People are complex. Um, so always, you know, keep right. that in mind. Another study yeah. found no link at all between daddy issues, mm-hmm. in quotes, and attachment styles in regards to women dating older men. They found no difference between women and significant age gap relationship, which means men who are 10 years older, at least, and those not in significant age gap relationships. In fact, 74% of women in significant age gap relationships were securely attached, according to the study. Um, note, these were all heterosexual relationships, I right. believe. Being secure about a mature man. I guess. My parents were 11 years apart. But... We have some history about this phrase, but first we're going to pause for a quick break for a word from our sponsor. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at go.tcl.com slash TCL Roku TV. 
And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. And we're back with some history, some history. Um, Daddy Issues goes back to Carl Jung's idea of the electric complex, which is the flip side of the coin of the Oedipus complex, suggesting women compete with their mothers for the attention of their fathers. It's a young woman's subconscious attraction to her father. If you're wondering, because I kind of got to wondering, the sexualized context of daddy came about in the 20th century, especially in the BDSM gay and prison communities. Prison communities. Yes. Um, the related phrase, daddy's girl, goes back to 1920s. Right. It is a fairly recent term, um, entering the records in the 1990s, and Charles Skull's 1992 book, Fathers, Sons, and Daughters, discussed it. Quote, power and authority are daddy issues inside the bedroom as well as out. The first man a girl flirts with is her father. Is her daddy. What? Gross. <laughs> Gross. I'm sorry. This is some, like, Freud yeah. nonsense that he's trying to put back in the, well, I guess the 1990s. But that's absurd. Ooh. What was his research based on? I don't know. I don't know that there was research. It's maybe his own experiences. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. The more acceptable psychological term is father complex, which both women and men can have. Right. Some psychotherapists say that in hetero relationships, a daughter's observance and understanding of how a father treats her mother is one of the most formative things, or it can be, in the daughter's future relationships can impact self-esteem as well. If the mother puts up with a less-than-ideal situation or less-than-ideal treatment, a daughter can internalize this as how women behave and what they're expected to take in relationships. Sons will experience the same thing. In this case, um, that men uh, treat women less-than-ideally, and that's normal. And right. I think we've said before, like, the tools you get, um, the tools you learn from your parents are often you find yourself using those tools. Yeah. In your relationships. It just makes sense. It's already like observing yeah. early. And that's the idea that is cyclical when it comes to abuse. So yeah. women who are involved in domestic violence who allow that children expect this is the rest of their life and this is normal. This is normalized behavior. So it becomes a cyclical thing where children after children, generation after generation, it goes through the same process. They go through the same types of relationships. And it's the same way for men where they see this. And even if they're very, very protective, like I've seen that a lot where the boys want to be protective of the mother, but because they don't understand exactly what's happening, they internalize anger and react that way because that's what they learn. Mm -hmm. Like we saw that with Chris Brown. He came from a very abusive relationship, talked about it on Oprah, cried about it. And now we see all of these really disturbing behaviors from him because not completely, obviously, but there are some ideas like this is a linkage and that you can't ignore that yes and how to how to break that cycle yes because that that is an important point to emphasize it can be broken yes um in a 1995 interview playwright tony kushner said my anger may be oedipal mommy and daddy issues but it's politically and dramaturgically useful and we've seen it in pop culture several times, one of the most notable instances was in the poem Daddy by Sylvia Plath. In the poem, she declares she is over her daddy issues after she kills them at the end of the poem. I guess spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry. I do love some Sylvia Plath. <laughs> Look, I, I was like an emo girl feeling my feelings. Uh, were you an emo Plath. girl? Not really. Emotionally. Because I was, I was about to be like. <gasps> I was dark. I had a lot. Like if you looked at my poems from the past, they're all about death. Oh, man, we should bring in our poems Whoa, and compare. No. My mother Please. accidentally read one, and she got really concerned. She was like, are you okay? 
<laughs> what's wrong with you? I'm like, this is how I, I think I, I remember I was crying because she was really worried. And I was like, no, 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 this is how I express things. And when I'm sad, this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. So nothing, and I'm like, nothing's really good in here. I do have some God ones in there, I think, from my religious days oh. as well. I'm a bad poet, though. I, after I looked back, I was like, oh, these are bad. That's what makes them fun now. I'm just saying, we should have a poetry night. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> My face is already turning red with that thought. If, you, if we're going to do speed dating, then we're going to do poetry night. That's oh, the deal. It's going down. Don't. Well, can we do it while we're speed dating? Oh, that's that's <laughs> going to get all... Everybody's going to want to date us after that. <laughs> Everybody. I'm going to just do dramatic readings. They'll I'll sit down and I'll be like... I kind of want you to take excerpts <laughs> of your fan fiction, too, at the same time. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. I am a real winner. Just quote, just quote all of that to them and just stare them intently in the eyes yes. as, you're, as you're reading this out loud. Yes, and every time they try to like interrupt, I'm like, uh-uh, not done. <laughs> not done. Rude. Rude. I, I am a catch. Um, <laughs> yes, you are. In the show How I Met Your Mother, Barney describes the perfect one-night stand as a woman with daddy issues, and it's meant to be kind of a joke. Right. Um... And we wanted to touch on briefly here um, the mama's boy, the male equivalent. Although really anyone can have daddy issues, it's just generally assumed to be a woman. Um, Compared to daddy issues, uh, mama's boy doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Right, but it does emasculate a man as where other sexual, like highly sexual uh, terms, this is now a pansy essentially. Right. Um, and I don't believe that. I'm just saying that's what right, I'm right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I feel like in you know in our in our culture, then being more feminine, being emasculated is bad. Right. But I do think that um, it can have kind of a aspects of it can be good. Like, oh, he's just you know. Right. But you know what? I even see that turned on women as well because the mom right. becomes the bad person. Yeah, that's true. That's and the true. mom is the one that was overly protective right. and didn't want to share yeah. him with anyone and make sure that no other woman is as good as her. That's true. And that's used in, like, the mother-in-law context as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, even with this, even though it's supposed to be about a boy and it's still not awful, the mom, the female, the mother figure is the one that still comes out mm-hmm. as a monster. Isn't that interesting? Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never heard mommy issues used in conversation to my recollection but it does exist and refers to emotionally unavailable men without the sexualized connotation of daddy issues. Exactly. Exactly. I have also heard this as an excuse of the failing of the nuclear family. Once again. Yeah, this whole idea that without a father in the family, it's just it fails somehow to teach the daughter or son how to be normal and well to, well adjusted. Um, and we can argue how inaccurate normal is in the ideation of adjusted and balanced. Yeah. So I think this is why um, they use this as an argument in the LGBTQ not being allowed to adopt, saying that this is not a Christian family, which we're seeing a turn right now um, with Trump trying to allow adoption agencies to deny uh, gay and lesbians, uh, the LGBTQ, to allow to be adopt children. Right. Which is a, which, again, is ironic, yeah. In comparison with the whole fetus life mm-hmm. <laughs> idea mm-hmm. in taking care of children, because I will say from the years of working um, in this field, that is seriously sad. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I think a lot of that has to do with this whole idea of okay, 
if there's no mother figure to balance this out or a father figure to balance this out, this is not going to be healthy for this child. And they're going to turn gay. That's my other favorite dumbass argument that I hear, (laughs) (laughs) which I am passionate about advocating for this because as a person who has adopted myself and as a person who sees so many kids in the foster home that needs someone just to care, Mm-hmm. I so it makes me really angry that we would deny the children yeah. to have a safe and happy home. Absolutely, and I think that when we hear the the phrase "daddy issues" and we see it thrown about in our pop culture so much, it is easy to kind of dismiss it as "oh, this is just you know a silly silly right. thing," but it it touches on things undercurrents in our belief systems right. and what, what our society is built on that point to very real problems right. that are impacting right. that, people. That literally deny people mm-hmm. happiness yes. and deny people some rights, essentially, because of an idea that's not really proven. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it is important, um, more important than perhaps... I would think, or you would think, at first hearing daddy issues, it's kind of right. just this, yeah, funny. It's a joke yeah. to a certain extent, and apparently men truly believe this. I guess so. Like I said, <laughs> I all the know. first page of Google search results was Yeah, I think I saw, men. like, GQ and the little muscle magazines or whatever. Yeah. They all had, just like Cosmo has, 10 tips to have great sex. It was like mm-hmm. 10 tips to see if your girlfriend has daddy issues. <laughs> you need to get and out. Get out, <laughs> y'all. Uh, we do have a little bit more touching on that. But first, we have one more quick break for a word from our sponsor. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Most TVs are smart nowadays, but with busy home screens and remotes with too many or too few buttons, smart shouldn't mean complicated. That's why Roku TV is the smart TV made easy. The customizable home screen puts your inputs, streaming favorites like iHeart, and free live TV all in one place. From simple settings anyone can understand, automatic updates with the latest features, and much more, Roku TV is more than a smart TV. It's a better TV. Learn more today at Roku.com. Happy streaming. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. So we have some concluding thoughts on... I have so many thoughts. Yes, clearly, um, (laughs) on daddy issues. And I feel like we were talking about um, a bit earlier, it's another way of putting 
men's failings on women, blaming women. Right. They're all the crazy. Of men. Exactly. Um, or, I mean, I've even heard, and I know we've seen this in our pop culture too, but like the, the wife in this very nuclear family um, context, she's the reason that the father figure cheated or left, or the right. daughter is the right. reason. Like, it's not his fault no, that it's he... it's rare. As in fact, you paint these women as being... Uh, oh, like, too demanding. Harpy, yeah, yeah. Like, essentially, this harpy type of um, nag, mm-hmm. essentially. And they're always that way. Like, even when you know that this is not, you still have this feeling of, I don't like you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, what is the old school show... Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Uh-huh. The wife was portrayed that way. Yeah. And I think that was like, I think they ended up in a good relationship, but it still was like, uh. Yeah. I got really turned off from sitcoms like that for a while because I noticed like it was always a husband who generally wasn't that attractive. Right. Oh, oh always. That was the formula. The super attractive. Ridiculously hot wife that that doesn't make sense. And he is like screwing up and never around. Right. And Painting her as, yeah, being shrill or annoying. Right. She's like, well, you need to come home and take care of the kids right. once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> like, or how dare you be late. And he's like, I'm just having my fun. I'm yeah. trying to be nice. Or that same trope of um, men being forgetful mm-hmm. but being forgiven. And yes. she's being overly thoughtful but at the same time demanding. Yeah. It's kind of just the over the top. You're like, why is it always that the mom has to be the bad guy? Yes. The same thing with um, Mrs. Doubtfire. The perfect example, yeah. Sally Fields is painted as, and she says it, I am always a bad guy because I have to be responsible, and he's doing all these things without talking to her. Mm. And he seemed like the victim. Right. You have this sad picture of him the entire time as if he's being persecuted. Yes. <laughs> She's asking me to do the dishes. Right. That's true. Right. <laughs> I can't keep a job. How dare you be that demanding? And you have the better job that takes your time because I don't have a job. <laughs> yeah. I'm Man, I, I die hard too. There's a lot, a lot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> pop culture time. Pop culture time. All all the references in this episode. If all a, the 90s references yes, specifically. That's what we're here for. <laughs> if a woman has issues because of their father, it is somehow their fault. Right. And excusing bad fathers and turning it around on the daughters is kind of... The gist, I would say, of daddy issues. If that is also, or the mother's fault. Yeah. It's one of the female's faults, Mm -hmm. for sure. Drove him away. Right. It's kind of an equivalent to shutting down women for being hysterical or emotional, kind of a way of gaslighting. Um, Also, the narrative of absent fathers creating daddy issues suggests a father is necessary to grow up without such issues, which ignores... Non-hetero couples, single mothers, so right. many other so many other <laughs> experiences. And again, single parents, y'all are rock stars. That's all I have to say. Mm-hmm. When you keep that money going and keep the house going and keep the kids sane, wonderful. <laughs> um, I also I do feel like daddy issues is frequently used to shut down kinks and sexual interests right. a woman might have. The daddy fe- fetish is more about authority and power play. Just FYI, right. And mm-hmm. the need to be um, watched over. <laughs> yes, and we're going to touch on that a bit in a yeah. future episode. We got some good stuff coming. We do. If you think you do have a father complex, uh, experts recommend therapy if possible, and if not, taking time alone to do some introspection 
take stock of any uh, relationship patterns and learning to be okay with yourself in general. I think that's good advice. Right. I mean, I, I don't think I have daddy issues, but I definitely have parent issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We sure. were talking about uh, one of the big things for me as my family's op- political opinions and mine are very extreme. And sometimes it gets a little difficult, especially I am an adopted Korean girl. So therefore I'm a brown girl in a white family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it becomes problematic. Because the way I see the world, the way they see the world are two different perspectives. Mm -hmm. And that has nothing to do with the fact that I had daddy issues. It's just I have parent issues. Yeah. That's most people. Yeah. And I say this as... I agree. You don't have to say you have a father complex. If you say you have issues with your parents, with your father, with your mother, whatever, you need to get therapy. (laughs) Because therapy is wonderful. So we all need to be in therapy is what you're saying. Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. We don't get any sponsorship for uh, therapy or anything. <laughs> I don't get any referral this fees like or anything. Some mysterious therapy uh, council that's paying us to say this. It does not exist. It doesn't. No. Or uh, counsel yourself with your friends. Yeah, yeah. And I do think that you can have a lot of growth by, especially if you've ever had a relationship that lasted right. for a while and like, and I'm just a nerd, but like I, I would suggest to look at what, why it failed or right. didn't work out, right? I don't um, know. and then just see. I think a lot of for me is watching other people's relationships as well, mm-hmm. and and talking to other people because I get generally confused mm-hmm. about how it works. Sure, it's, it's anything, confusing. Anything long term doesn't seem real to me anyway. Mm-hmm. One of my many issues. So, but talk being able to talk to friends who have experienced good relationships or even bad relationships, really helpful. Mm-hmm. You start, like, understanding a little more about the individual tracks and, mm-hmm. like, watching from the outside the different perspectives and voices. I think it's important, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, and I feel we all reach that point when we get older where we do see ourselves making the mistakes that our parents made and we just didn't realize it. Right. Uh, maybe I'm overgeneralizing, but I feel like me and a lot of my friends experienced that. Yeah. Um, so uh, instead of thinking, oh, I've got daddy issues, yeah, you just... I mean, honestly, my sister used to get... Um, whatever. She used to get flack for the fact that she had a really great relationship with her father mm-hmm. and therefore she wanted to have a relationship like her mom and dad, like mm-hmm. her mom and dad, because they're very... As a couple, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think... Is that a daddy issue? <laughs> Probably. I guess so. You can't win for losing because they exactly. have a healthy relationship. They really do. And they're really close. And like I said, I have a good relationship with my dad as well. We may not agree on things, but he's very understanding to a certain degree. And mm-hmm. at least he, we talk things through. Yeah. That's what we can do. And for my, my mother, for my father and my sister, they're really, really close. He's a cuddler. He will always hug you. He makes you to tell you I love you every time he sees you. <laughs> like, he's one of those. Like, I went away. This is really dorky. I went away across the country for a, two years, and he would be like, okay, when you see the moon, no, I'm looking at the same moon, too, and I'm thinking how much I love you and how proud of you I am. Aww. So that's my dad. You know what I'm saying? Aww. But the fact is, she got flack for being too healthy yeah. in that relationship and actually caring about our father's opinions and or going to our father for opinions and and for um, encouragement mm-hmm. and love. Mm-hmm. So even though you can't win. Yeah, you really can't win. I, I, I personally feel like it's just another kind of misogyny 
generally right. misogyny rearing its ugly head and shutting down women for what X, Y, Z, whatever reason. Exactly. Yeah. I can't connect with you, so that means you have daddy issues. Those are our thoughts. But we would love to hear your <laughs> thoughts, listeners. Please send us your thoughts because we're going to be in our own heads or talking on the mic about it. Yes. We did put some facts in here, though. We did. We did. And um, we would, yeah, we would love to hear anybody what your take on daddy issues is. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. Anything sent to the multitudes, multiple old <laughs> email addresses, I cannot keep track. It should all arrive to this final destination. So don't worry about that. Um, you can also find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast and on Instagram at StuffMomNeverToldYou. And I do have a quick announcement. Quick announcement. Yes. Some of you know I am also on the podcast Saver, all about food and drink. And we are going to Hawaii for not one but two weeks. Boo. Yes. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I, understand. I don't get to go, so I'm really bitter. <laughs> she, she is uh, Very bitter. quite bitter. <laughs> Very like bitter. a strong cup of tea over there. <laughs> um, I So I just want to put that out there because um, there's a rush to get a lot of stuff done before I go. And I think we'll we'll manage it. But... If, you, if there are a couple more classics, then you'll know why. You'll know why, because I am in Hawaii. <laughs> and I refuse to work while she's on the beach. Yes. You're just going <laughs> to protest at my desk, even though I'm not there. I'm just going to start putting, like, random fish on your desk. Oh, no. Oh, no. I already told you the plan. Yes. I already told you the plan. Oh, no. You're always doing that. You're always telling me the plan, but it somehow still works. So I guess you're you're doing something, right? (laughs) I'm just a little bitter. (laughs) Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Andrew Howard. Who is also leaving me. Yes. Don't like you either. Thanks to you for listening. Thank you, guys. Stuff Mom Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. No one likes to talk about money. Am I saving enough? Can I buy a house? Am I paying too much in taxes? Will I be able to retire? What if you could unlock insights about your finances in less than five minutes with a clear picture of where you stand today and where your money can work harder? Now you can. Visit facet.com to take the free quiz and get your financial wellness score today. That's F-A-C-E-T.com. This ad is sponsored by Facet. Facet Wealth Incorporated is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.